0: I was drifting away on life's pitiless sea When the angry waves threatened my ruin to be When away at my side, there I dimly described A stately old vessel, and loudly I cried Ship a hold. Ship And loudly I cried, ship ahoy! Well, once again, we say welcome aboard. It's good to be with you at this time. Brother Munn speaking, our program here called The Mariner's Call. And this old Mariner calling out to those who listen today. First of all, thanking you for just being there. And trust that it can be something we can say today, this evening, tonight, whatever you're listening to our program, that be of help to you that we're just not wasting your time. In the book of Matthew, Matthew chapter six, I wanna talk about something very important, something you very seldom would ever hear from me at all i want to talk about an investment mentality in the book of matthew matthew chapter six we're going to look at two investment areas two investment banks matthew chapter six verse 19 20 21 we'll read Hey, whoever can help you we're as close as that keyboard it's just part of that www period all right it's just f-o-m-m dot that period O-R-G, f-o-m-m dot o-r-g that'll bring you directly to us here at Fishers and Men Ministries International. We keep a very simple website. Uh, if there's something we can help you with, please look around. Uh, leave us a message there. I'm just so glad that you're there. Matthew chapter six, verse 19. All right, this is Jesus. And he says this, lay not up for yourselves treasures upon earth. Why? Where moth doth corrupt, and where moth and rust doth corrupt, and where thieves break through and steal, but lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt, and where thieves do not break through nor steal, for where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Once again, our text is speaking of two investment banks. Let's see if we can get both of them now. Verse 19, lay not up for yourselves treasures upon earth. All right, we know that. All right, verse 20, but lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven. Two investment areas. So let me just ask you a question at this particular time. Where are your investments? You know, a lot of times, uh, once again, we look at things uh, differently. Uh, And we look at things sometimes the wrong way. Uh, Many times, as I've said, uh, I've stood in the pulpit, I've been uh, pastoring since uh, 1970, and we think about the word missions. When people hear you say something about missions i once again mission director fishers of Men ministries since 1984 and you talk to people about missions and the first thing that comes to their mind is this he's trying to get us to give more to missions now that's not what an emphasis on missions is An emphasis on missions is this that you have this mentality that it is an investment i'll prove it to you and it'll keep you excited if you just look at it that way as an investment. All right, this is in verse 19. Now don't, don't invest on this earth, so to speak. Uh, not so much on earth, but in, in heaven. What is he, you know, uh, what's he talking about? Thinking about an investment throughout the Bible, especially when we get into the New Testament, there seems to be sort of the correct investment mentality. Uh, even in the book of uh, Ecclesiastes in the Old Testament. Ecclesiastes chapter 11, it says, cast thy bread upon the waters, for thou shalt find it after many days. Uh, Whatever the bread is, we've talked about that before. We'll just say it's the word of God. Cast it upon the waters, that is the world. All right, if we take the word of God and cast it around the world, thou shalt find it after many days. All right, the investment, Comes to fruition, all right. I right. we're able to see the investment. Moth and Russ doesn't get it because we invested in the right area. Second Corinthians chapter nine, verse six, it says, "He that soweth sparingly, shall reap also sparingly." So, all right. Now, my my investments, as far as my financial portfolio, where does most of it lie? Sometimes it's just good to examine our treasures, so to speak. Uh, investments, uh, we have also, I remember in the book of Luke, Luke chapter 18, there was a man that came to Jesus, uh, he was rich. And uh, he, wanted to, he wanted to invest in something good that would give him treasures in heaven. And you know what Jesus told him? He said, you take your riches and then you invest it in the poor. Now, what he said, you give that to the poor. And you, won't, you can't believe what Jesus said. He said, you'll have treasure in heaven. Verse 20, Luke chapter 6, or Matthew chapter 6, but lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, you know. So, he's asking this man to invest in, and we'll see a little bit later in our program, investing in people. Matthew chapter 13 talks about the sower sowing. It talks about he sowed around the wayside, stony places, thorns. Did he get much out of that? No. By the wayside, stony ground, thorns. I mean, not very good for farming. But he said he put seed in good ground. All right. Did the good ground do something? Oh, yeah. It yielded uh, a great, uh, great crop there. So, what's what's being said there? All right. Fine, good. Ground. What is good ground, brother man? I'm glad. I'm glad you ask. Good ground. In fact, uh, how do I put this? What can I, uh, what can I take, and invest in that has more value than all my earthly treasures? It says here: Lay not up for yourselves treasures upon earth, but lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven. Now, Jesus is not against an investment mentality. He's just speaking of putting your money to work in the right place. I remember my own, uh, I guess, uh, situation as far as uh, life. I was raised to be a uh, commercial fisherman. My father was a third-generation commercial fisherman, and I was going to be number four. But the Lord saved me and called me to preach and took me off a boat, plate me in a book, put me in a book. But I remember there, when I finished high school, uh, there was a thought of college there. And I had made a decision as far as college. I was going to go to William Carey College there in Hattiesburg, Mississippi, about three hours away from where I lived. That summer, I spent the entire summer with my father and uh, worked on uh, his boat. My father had a huge shrimp trawler and uh, what happened, it was encouraging to me, what happened when I got my first check, I went to the bank, and I deposited it in the bank into a savings account. And what they did, they gave me a little book. And this little book recorded, first of all, I put in there, I think, I think the first recording was $100, oh, back in 1962 that was lots of money 6162 a hundred dollars and then what happened a couple of weeks later i came in and i deposited more you know what the woman did she said mr mon not only now all right you're going to deposit another hundred that means you have two hundred dollars in here now let me show you something else it has accumulated some interest and she wrote down the amount of interest that was there and gave me the total amount. Oh, then I had 200 and something dollars there. And you said, well, what are you saying, Brother One? I had a little book that had my investment. And uh, the week after that, I invested more and more and more. Oh, it got to be $1,000, $1,500, then $2,000, and then all the way up to $2,500 plus the interest that was there. And this took and paid my college bill the entire year, 1962-63, all right? a good investment and from time to time what i would do instead of thinking about you know i'm taking all the money i work for and i'm putting it in this investment book here and i'm i'm you know it's kind of like i think i'm losing no no no. i looked in that book and i saw it was growing so what are you saying brother one i'm saying this as far as we think about giving through a especially think about giving through a local church directly to, into an area of missions. If I could get you to think about how it's an investment. And then from time to time, look at the book. Uh, what do you mean? Look at the book, uh, especially the Bible book. Jesus is our best financial investor, right? our investment advisor. What he constantly does as you read the word of God, he'll give you the financial forecast to give you what's called, uh, what I call an insider tip into what to invest in. So what can I invest in that has more value than all earthly treasures? I'm glad you ask. What did God invest in? For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. God invested in his son. What did his son invest in? Romans chapter 5 and verse 8, but God commended his love toward us and thou, uh, while we were yet sinners, it said, Christ died for us. His Son invested in the souls of men. Why would you do that, my friend? Because souls live forever. Mark chapter 8 and verse 36, it talks about the wealth, or rather the worth, Of a soul. For what is a man profitable? What? If he gained the whole world and lose his own soul. What? If he were to gain the whole world, if you were to be president of the world, if you had that at your fingertips, but you would lose your soul, what would you be? You'd be a loser? Why? Because souls are of more value. Than all the wealth of this world. What are you saying, Brother Mon? I'm saying this. Oh, if you want an investment that's of more value than all earthly treasures, he says here, Matthew 6, verse 19, lay not up for yourself treasures upon earth, but lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven. How can I do that, my friend? Not only, oh, can I speak of heaven and tell people about heaven, but I can invest in heaven. Through the souls of men, because people last forever. What is missions? Reaching people for Christ, and what you can do. I now I do, I do understand this thought. I do understand, you know, uh, investing in the things that are in heaven. You can't see what's there, but yeah, you sort of can look at the book from time to time, and then. Uh, like like my savings account book I can look at it from time to time you can look at God's book and then also what you can do is be more involved with missions and listen to those mission letters that come in Oh, a pastor reads from time to time or some others begin to read are you here brother Munn talk about missions I recently oh it's been a while back now I invested a man's life by the name of Manuel Palitong. alright he's uh, a man that lived on the island of Luzon there in the, uh, we think about the Pacific Ocean there, the northern island there uh, in the Philippines. As far as this man is concerned, saw he loves souls. What do we do? I spent time with him. We went up and down the beach of the South China Sea and saw many people come to know Christ. You know what that investment is yielding today? And investing in the souls of men oh. There we have now in the province of La Union, city of San Fernando, we have a huge ship uh, in our church, but it's a, we call it a ship, a huge church, uh, hundreds of fishes on the inside of that church, uh, inside that boat that's been caught with a gospel net, All because invested, instead of in something earthly, invested in the souls of men. And recently, I had the opportunity to be able to be there and to be able to preach in such a place and to see men's faces and see the eyes of people who looked at me and with thankful hearts. Thank you for sending the gospel to us, investing in the souls of men. Where are your investments? Examine your treasure. Examine that portfolio. Are there investments in heaven? I've enjoyed being with you at this time. God bless you. Until next time, Fisher Munn, saying goodbye.